everyone. I hope you are staying healthy and safe. This podcast episode comes with a video interview. If you would like to watch the video interview, you can find the links of the interview in my episode notes. You can watch it either through my YouTube page or my Facebook page called Words of Heart Podcasts. However you choose to listen to it, I truly hope you enjoy it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Words of Heart. In today's episode, we have the privilege of speaking with Candy Lee. Lay, I, I may have mispronounced your last name. I am so sorry. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Dan. And it's Lee. <laughs> okay, Lee, gotcha. So, um, Candy, if you could tell my audience a bit about yourself, that would be great. Sure, I would be happy to. So my name is Candy Lee. I am from the Midwest. I live in the Milwaukee, Wisconsin area. I am a single mom to three kids and two miniature long-haired dachshunds. They're very stubborn, but very loving dogs. And I am an author. I am a mindset coach and I am a yoga instructor. And I was laid off from my corporate career of 20 years. And when I was laid off, I wound up um, not knowing exactly what I was going to do because so much of my identity I found was really tied up in that corporate career. And so what happened is that I decided that I was going to write a book. And since I love to travel and I love to write and I love to meet people, I decided to get in my car one day and I drove south. And along the way, I met people and used that time to really reflect and write And the result of that experience is my book, which is called Finding Life in Between, which is really the real life recovery journey um, that talks about my own reclamation of my self-worth and my time um, finding finding joy in between the ups and downs of life. Interesting. Um, Do you find, um, considering the season we're in with the pandemic, which is really unfortunate, that um, many people um, are having difficulty finding themselves or trying to navigate this new type of normal? Oh, that's such a great question. What I'm finding is that it's just a time where we're learning to do things really differently. The people that I talk to now, I think we nobody knew how long this was gonna last. Nobody knew at first we had such limited information and we didn't know if this was an airborne disease, a topical disease. Um, Nobody knew how and why it was being passed. Um, There were were just so many questions and no answers really at all. And so um, I'm finding that people really were searching for answers. I think that people were finding new ways of doing things, new ways of working, new ways of connecting, new ways of communicating. I mean, and think about now, like even popping on Zoom just to do a quick connection call with somebody or Zoom happy hours, Zoom family reunions, Zoom game nights. These were all things that we didn't know we could do. We, we didn't know we could quickly transition to working from home as quickly as we did but so many people were able to modify and change. And um, I think what we're learning now is that as we're beginning to reopen the world, that 
we're more resilient than we expected. I think that we are learning that we were able to survive things we maybe didn't know we were able to manage through. Um, and I think that in some ways, reopening the world is, is just as traumatic as it was for us to shut things down. I had a conversation with um, my daughter who is in college and she was like, mom, I don't know if I can go back to in-person classes. I'm so used to being doing online school and managing my schedule this way. And I said, well, isn't this interesting? We were so concerned about having to move to everything online. Like how are we possibly gonna have a college experience moving to everything online? And now the pendulum has shifted. And I believe that the truth is that we are all so adaptable and it's just a matter of managing our change. It's a matter of becoming aware of the change, figuring out a way to move it into a framework where we can become a part of that change and then learning the tools that we need to actually you know, adopt that change in a way that becomes more palatable for all of us. And life is change. That's just a part of it. It's, it will continue to evolve and change. Um, I'm glad you touched on that um, change being inevitable. Um, apart from the pandemic, which was probably the biggest change our world has faced in 2020, um, I undergone a pretty drastic change as well. Um, I got diagnosed with diabetes a year ago at the start of the pandemic. Um, it's kind of chuckle worthy almost, but the fact that um, having undergone a drastic health condition during a virus that could potentially kill you is probably the scariest type of change that I will ever probably face. Um, but I took that drastic change that occurred to me and saw the silver lining to it. Because if I hadn't undergone that um, drastic change being diagnosed, um, there's a real, not even a likely, a very um, unfortunate fact that I could have died mm. if I hadn't been diagnosed when I was. So I saw that particular experience and that particular change as a blessing, um, as God's way of giving my life more purpose through my diagnosis. Um, many people had different reactions to me being diagnosed. Um, when people like, oh, I'm so sorry you have diabetes. Um, I'm pretty straightforward. Don't be sorry <laughs> for me because it's the best thing that probably could have happened to me because the alternative, alternative is simply not. Uh, That's okay. Part of life. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kenny, I'm on the phone. Hey, Dad. Um, I'll check. Wait, hold on. It will be time. But, uh, you, have, you have the package, though. I got it. Oh, Candy, I am so sorry. He never calls me while I'm recording. That's uh, okay. That's his real life right there. <laughs> Okay. All right. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, my audience members for that phone call. <laughs> I don't think I can edit that part out because I don't have to redo the recording. That's okay. Dads are important. And you know what? It's a blessing <laughs> to get that call. That's all right. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, but um, yeah, um, through my diagnosis, um, I saw it as a blessing, that particular change. And that pretty much 
changed my whole perspective and how I viewed my life and my priorities and gave me the opportunity to also um, expand um, more of my interests, which in the grand scheme of things is actually how this podcast came to be um, through my diagnosis and me wanting to be a warrior for change. I love that. And I think a warrior for change is a, is a great thing to, you know, hang your hat on. Um, oftentimes in my work, uh, we'll talk about you when something happens, all we have control over is our own response to it. And so take a moment and understand your emotions, right? Like you, you get to be upset about a diagnosis like that. You get to have fear. You get to be scared. You get to be angry. You get to be sad. And then once all those emotions come through and you can process all of those, once you get on the other side of that emotional wave, wherever you are, once you can get to a point of neutrality and face that new diagnosis with courage, what are you going to do with it? And what a beautiful thing for you, Deanne, to say, I'm going to become a warrior for change. I'm going to come on the other side of this thing. And I'm going to use this diagnosis to come from a place of love, which is a mantra in my household. We're going to come from a place of love and we're going to use this as an opportunity now in your words to become a warrior for change. What a beautiful, beautiful thing to do. I celebrate you and I honor you for that. Thank you. And yeah, I've been going through that whole mantra um, for this 2020 season and beyond. I think everyone knows me um, now for being a warrior for change through the power of my words. So beautiful. So um, tell us a bit about your book. Um, I know you sort of, yay, I keep getting emails, just numerous <laughs> changes in this recording. <laughs> um, tell us a bit about your book. Um, yes. has, has it strived during this season or? Yeah, so what was really interesting and for anybody who's listening to this, who is thinking about writing a book, I would suggest that you just start writing. So it was always part of my kind of list in life, my bucket list um, to write a book. I knew that I would write something. I just never knew what. And so when I became laid off and unemployed for the first time, really in my adult life, and I knew that I was going to write, my goal was to write about other people. I thought it would be remarkably safe to use my skills to write about the relationships of other people and fact find, collect data from them and to write about what keeps us all connected, that human spirit, that relationships and human spirit and what makes us all similar because no matter what our differences are and we are all very different, there is something about our human experience that keeps us all very connected. And I believe that in our humanity, we all need to see each other in our own humanity. And so I was really excited to write about that. But what happened was when I was on this road trip, I kept on getting called back into myself and my own reflections. And I kept writing at night when I was went on my stops, I was writing about things that had occurred in my own life. I was writing about my own family and the conversations that I had with people triggered memories of my own relationships that I had had in the past. And so I called my publisher and I said, I'm not writing about we, what we had originally discussed. And I wanna know if that's okay with you. And she said to me, just go with it. If this is what is on your heart to write, if this is what you're called to write, just go with it, keep writing. And so I did, and I kept traveling and I kept writing. And as I spent time behind my own windshield and I spent time in my own thoughts, I just continued with wherever the spirit led me. 
And when I got back from that road trip, I packaged it all into what became my book. And I realized that so much of my message was about not just celebrating those highs and not just learning from the lows, that it was really about a life well lived happens in the in-between moments. It happens when you get the diagnosis and you learn from that. It happens when you not only like win and celebrate the, the pinnacle moments in your career, but it's what you do in the aftermath of that to bring people with you. It's, it's not just like, oh, I, I lost, I, I got divorced and, and I feel like this is a low point in my life. It's what did I actually do and what did I learn about myself so that I can be a better human, a better mom, a better sister, a better girlfriend in the future? What did I learn about myself to be a better person? And it's all of those in-between moments. And that's why my book is called Finding Life in Between. And it really is, it's a journal. It gets raw. It gets, it gets in there in those moments where we, we don't talk about some of those things that I talk about in the book. It's very vulnerable. It's a little bit sharp. It's, my girlfriend called me and she said, you made me laugh. You made me cry. I felt like we were talking about, like we were at a slumber party talking about things when we were kids. Like we were sitting, talking over a cup of coffee. I felt like you were just having a conversation with me. And there were things in there I knew. And there were things in there that we never really did talk about. And she said, I'm just so glad that you decided to share those. Um, so, so that's a little bit about what the book is about and how it came to be. Oh, I truly admire you for... Um sharing your vulnerability through that book and talking about um, moments in one's life that we don't really talk about or are afraid to talk about and we should talk about because and I say this with every fiber of my being everything happens for a reason amen every single moment that occurs in your life bad good happy sad tragic everything is factored in to who we are and who we are becoming for some specific purpose. Mm -hmm. And it's all and it's all a mirror. Everything that happens in life is a mirror and it is meant to reflect to you and it shows you who you are and it gives you an opportunity to be who you want to be or who you claim to be. Every, every experience gives you an opportunity to show up and be who you claim that you are or who you want to be and be better than that person that you were yesterday and be become the person who you want to be a warrior for change if that is who you want to be right like this and, and we mess up we mess up we don't always show up in the best way that we want to be but it's just and then the universe gives you another opportunity to show up it will keep giving you opportunities everything continues to happen for a reason and one of the things that i talk about in my book is that life is like it's like the river of life. You keep on paddling, you keep on going further and further down the river, and then you get stuck. And life keeps on giving you some lessons until you get unstuck. And you have to learn to show up differently to get unstuck. And then you can keep on going further and further down the river. Oh, beautifully said. So I do have that icebreaker question. Um, I'm not sure if I'm able to stump you. Well, many of my guests enjoy this question and it's come a staple with any episode I do. If you could have any superpower that's not flying, 
I have to take that power away. You know, people want to go to that answer so badly. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? I love flying. That is such a good answer. <laughs> My immediate thought, though, was the cloak of invisibility from Harry Potter. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? Like to have a cloak of invisibility? That would be cool. Yeah, I've, I do love Harry, the Harry Potter series. And so I'm thinking I would love, I would love to have that cloak of invisibility. A cloak of invisibility. That, well, that is good. <laughs> and you can have so many types of fun adventures with oh, that cloak. <laughs> yeah, I, do, I, I love that. I want, I, I want a cloak of invisibility. Christmas list. We can find one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, my power, um, probably not as cool as the cloak of invisibility, but I think it's cool, would be the power or I guess the capacity or skill set or however that works to have this podcast be heard across other galaxies that have yet to be discovered. It may happen. You never know. Intergalactic broadcasting. I love that. You never know what can happen. I'm pretty sure it's going to be possible. I'm pretty certain, like in 50 years or so. I like it. <laughs> so I got to ask, um, I noticed you have a really interesting tree in the background. Um, <laughs> can you touch a bit about um, that particular art piece? Because I really love trees in general, so I'm really curious. Um, yeah, absolutely. So I too am fascinated by interesting art and I love metal art in particular. Um, and so I was drawn to this piece because first of all, the base of the tree is metal and the branches that come off all of the different, um, the, the glittery pieces, they're all yellowish green jewels. And um, I, I love it because I believe it looks very magical and mystical. And, and so um, you'll never believe it, but I found that piece at a rummage sale. What? Mm -hmm. I, I do love rummage sales and, I, and antiquing and um, that particular piece I found at a rummage sale. What a gem in the diamond of rummage. That is such, it's, you guys, who knows if you'll see this, see it or hear the audio, but it's absolutely beautiful. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I love it. My, I called it the tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil yesterday. Um, and, and I said, yep, we're going to go with it. My dad called it the tree of life. I said, no, that one's the knowledge of good and evil. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> Candy, as much as I love talking about your amazing tree, because I really do love trees and I'm a really creative person. So I believe everything has meaning in some form. Um, but we have to wrap up this awesome conversation. Um, could you tell my listeners um, where they can find your book or any social plugins before we wrap up here? Yeah, so my name, um, you can find my website, my name, Candy Lee, C-A-N-D-Y-L-E-I-G-H.com. Um, if you're interested in learning more about my book, you can find it anywhere books are sold. Amazon's probably just the easiest. Um, and it is again called Finding Life in Between. 
Um, and if you if you can't remember my name, my book, findinglifeinbetween.com, you can go right to that page and learn a little bit more about my book as well. And um, you can reach all my social media. I'm fairly active out on social media. You can get it all from there too. Awesome. Thank you, Candy, for this wonderful conversation. Yeah, thank you very much for the conversation. And um, when you talk to your dad next, be sure to tell him hi from me too. Uh, will do. That, <laughs> that's definitely a comical moment that's never happened before. So that's a first. It is all good. And Dan, thank you so much for um, doing this broadcast. And I hope it goes intergalactic. And thank you for being a warrior for change. Oh, thank you to all my listeners. I can't stop laughing. To all my listeners, stay healthy, stay safe. Um, please speak up and use the power of your voice. Um, don't silence it. You have a voice and it's meant to be heard. Until next time. Bye. Hello, everyone. It is your heart warrior, Dion here. I hope you enjoyed the latest episode of Words of Heart. If you liked this episode and would like to leave a rating slash review, please do not hesitate to do so. You can leave the review slash rating on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. In addition, if you would like to let me know right away your thoughts on this episode, you are also welcome to leave a voice message right here on the Anchor app. I hope you enjoyed this episode and have a wonderful day.